Chord everyone, welcome to the 30 podcast. Uh, back at it again, obviously myself, because yeah, this is on my own stuff, so definitely doing it um, by me. But anyway, um, so for for today, I've actually got uh, someone that is really close to me. I've known this person for over a decade now. Um, she's someone that's been in my life for, for that long, and we've shared so many moments together, and I'm, I'm actually very happy that I've been able to, um, I guess, ask her to be on, and she... she happily accepted that too so I'm looking forward to this and I'm sure anyone else that uh, knows us is going to be keen to hear this as well so welcome to the podcast my life partner Camilla (laughs) Uh, and as you can tell our audience probably is the most cleanest here because um, obviously we're in the same bubble in this lockdown so um, audio should be really good today but um, welcome to the podcast so for the first question I ask this to everyone is Mm. When are you turning uh, 30? Mm-hmm. Oh, actually, sorry. First, let's introduce yourself. Who are you? <laughs> um, kia ora. My name is Camilla Watuhera. Um, Tyron's life partner, mama to a two-year-old, Lakey. Um, grew up in Manurewa, South Auckland. And have now come to the dark side, living in Glen Innes, East yeah. Auckland. Yeah. Um, and I'm loving it here. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Um, I'd just like to make sure you change that introduction. You come to the best side. <laughs> Obviously, nah. All, shit, all love to everyone out there. But um, first question is, when's your birthday and what are you doing for it? Hi. My birthday is tomorrow, actually, the 11th of October. Um, and we are currently in a level three one lockdown here in Auckland. Um, we had we had a couple of plans that we were going to do if we had restrictions lifted. Um, unfortunately, they're not lifted. However, we've adapted. I'm I'm happy with what we've got planned for tomorrow. Um, so I've actually made a bit of a a lead up to my birthday, and we've been, and I've been doing um, different spiritual rituals, I guess you would call them, mm-hmm. um, of how I want to come into this new decade and um, how I want to show up in that space. So although my birthday is tomorrow, I started my birthday reflections or celebrations um, yesterday. So it's got like a three, four day process for my birthday, which I guess is a bonus. Mm. Yes. It's been, um, what is it, I'll say it's happened before that, uh, not to put you on the spot, but, you know, we've been visited by the courier van a couple of times during this <laughs> lockdown, let's put it that way. Oh, we've also done a lot of online shopping. <laughs> yes, uh, obviously for all of you guys that had to spend your birthday in lockdown, um, I'm sure that's the way that you've been able to, I guess, get your gifts or your anyone else around you um, by that means. But um, first question Oh, not first question. Second question is around, I guess, you know, now 30 is just around the corner, which is basically tomorrow. Um, how excited are you about that? Oh, I'm pumped. I am so excited. I was having this conversation with a friend the other day, um, and he's a little bit older, and he was like, you know, how are you feeling coming into your 30s? Um, and for me, I'm so excited. I feel like... I've never been in a position before in my life where 
I know who I am or I'm more aware and more confident in who I am. Um, and I'm just, I'm just so excited to show up in this new decade and um, I don't want, I don't want, I'm trying to avoid saying cliche words, um, but really give it my all mm. and, and know that I'm in control of my destiny. I think previous to this with big birthdays, I think about my 21st, the mindset then was I was heavily influenced by others mm-hmm. and through my personal growth journey, I'm I'm really excited to see what does the next decade look like with me at the helm. I will be the driver, the director of my own life and there may be times that I slip up but I think that awareness that I've tried to develop over the last couple of years is, um, man, I'm excited. I, I'm honestly so pumped. Awesome. Yeah, very cool to hear. And, yeah, I, I've been fortunate to, I guess, wit- witness you for over a decade now and I definitely can see um, – not just over the last days, but I definitely can see, you know, your I blew it hope not just within the last <laughs> day. <laughs> oh well, you know, I think it's it doesn't matter when that kind of realisa realization happens, but I think, you know, I've definitely seen it uh way before the last couple of days and I can tell you, you know, there's an, an excitement to becoming thirty and it's mm. like, you know, really seeing this as prime time. Mm. Um when I've shared with many others on here how uh I always saw it as old you know, the old age and then everything's downhill, you know, mm. so to see you take it as an opportunity to go up, you know, it's a, it's really cool to hear and I want to come back to that, but mm. I'm actually going to go back to your old days, uh, back to being from uh, Rewa Medium, Rewa Hard. Uh, one of the questions that I ask everyone is like, you know, what, what, what did you think of, um, what did 30 mean to you? Like, what was 30 when you were younger? Like, was there an idea of what you needed to be, what, ne- mm. what you needed to achieve mm. by the time you got to 30? Um, to be honest, when I was younger, like 30 to me, you were ancient, mate. You were so old. Um, and I didn't, I didn't connect that with, I guess, life aspirations. Like I, I couldn't look at a 30 year old one, identify who was 30 versus not, Mm. um, and connect with, you know, aspirations in life and achievements and all those things. I was, I, I, I didn't really... Up in, uh, growing up in Manarewa, with the bubble that I had around me, we didn't often speak about speak about like career and and your aspirations in life. Um, so I never connected it in that way. Um, but once I grew a little older, saw a little bit more of the world, and kind of understood it a little bit more, I guess. 30s, 30s seemed really old. They seemed slightly wiser, but also slightly um, less connected mm. um, to, to I guess, like back in that day, it was like pop culture, this chase culture. And once you went past 30, it was kind of like, you're irrelevant, mate. You're old. You're old school now. Mm. Um, yeah, so I guess that that's what my mindset was towards 30-year-olds. Yeah. Yeah. No, I sh- yeah, I agree. I look that 30 and to your point you know i don't know exactly who was 30 but you know i could see that there's some older people around and um if i had to be honest a lot of them didn't look happy and for me it was kind of a signal to me anyway that well once i reached that um time in my life um 
you know, it's just going to slowly so wither away, you know. That's so true. I can connect to that. Like, again, I don't know who was dirty and who wasn't, but you could see that level of responsibility, I guess, mm. and perhaps stress that comes with that responsibility. Like, I would think, like, thinking back to it, who did I think was around that age? Um, and that was young families who were often starting out. They had um, young tamariki, they had, um, you know, nine to five jobs. Their husband or partner was working crazy hours. The mum was at home doing all the responsibilities that she needed to, to do in her home and look after her children, and they often did look stressed. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, exactly, and that's why I've always thought of, it, thought of 30 being downhill, and mm. for me, that's where... Uh, there was pressure because I th I think I don't know how it came to me, but maybe by the influence of people around me and just watching different things at the time when I was younger. I wanted to change that. Like I wanted it to be a time where I could thrive and I yeah, could man. be happy. Um, and I, I used to kind of relate it to you know being part of low socioeconomic communities. It was oh. like it was very, from my perspective anyway, growing up, it just felt very common to see that. But when I would go to some affluent communities um, and just go to different friends that I had, um, you know, you had people in their 40s, 50s, like, you know, celebrating life, like Aye. they still still had time to go. Mm. Obviously, it doesn't mean that just in affluent communities there are people that don't go downhill, but I mean, like, there was a, there was exposure to something mm. different. And for me, it was like, well, I want to prepare so well that I don't experience that downhill uh, effect. Uh so actually now talking to, I guess, now the present, uh, you know, mm. about to become 30. Mm. But for yourself, you know, with it being to your eyes, you know, so you're going to be old. Um, mm. You're going to be perceived to be old when you get to this kind of age. Um, and also the societal things, you know, you're supposed to have a house, you're supposed to have a family, mm. you're supposed to have a good career. Mm. Um, I'm going to have to say this on, on record, though, like all those three things, like societal, you know, and and saying this genuinely like you know so we we have achieved a lot of those things you know mm. but i wanted to actually go deeper on this with you because i feel you've already shared that you're feeling pumped right mm. uh and i guess i want to break something open here because i think the, the perception may be that once you achieve all these things you know you've been able to um have a i guess a base to feel happy and appreciative around what's going on I know we've had a lot of conversations offline that although we're happy with what we've been able to achieve, you know, with all the stuff that we've got going on, mm. um, it actually doesn't come from that. Mm. It actually comes from a different source. So, like, yeah, I'd like to hear your thoughts on, you know, like for me, um, I feel happy not because we have achieved all these things. I feel happy because we've found a rhythm mm. and found, you know, things that work for us not every day obviously you know we're a couple guys so you know it doesn't mean that every single day we everything works out but <laughs> I, I think there's definitely a lot better rhythm and a lot better understanding of like mm. you know we can either choose to go down that route or we can choose a life that we want i'd love to hear your mm. thoughts on where you're at now and how you feel about it oh man i could go on for days um there's so much there, but I think for me where that unlock was was a couple of years back, um, around two and a half years ago, I went through a personal situation 
Um, and my response to the situation that I was going through was really ugly. Um, I had a lot of feelings of jealousy. Um, I had a lot of feelings of inadequacy, comparison, all those things that we, that we experience. Um, and then I stopped and I was like, man, far out. Do you really want to show up like this? Do you really want to continue living like this and having these thoughts? Um, and it and it made me stop. And I I guess I try to reframe the situation and I try to come at it with okay, shiz, if this is what I'm feeling and and this is the situation, how can I come at it with a different angle? Anyway, long story short, that's what triggered my um, personal growth journey. Um, and I did a whole bunch of unpacking for myself, and it was really powerful, but it was it's quite funny. <laughs> um, I'm like, I, I, I'm struggling for words, because I'm also like, oh, do I want to say this on here? Do I want to give him that, that gas? Um, but no, I will. Um, so Tyron's always been um, an, a huge advocate for personal growth, and, um, you know, really trying to explore your deeper purpose and your why, um, and for years, he's been telling me or encouraging me to do the mahi. Um, and I was like, man, I ain't got time for that. You know, I don't have time for this happy stuff. That, that was my perspective towards these conversations. Anyway, um, through that situation, I naturally started exploring that space for myself. And I, and I will say that it has had the most impact on me, this mahi because I naturally lent into it. It mm. wasn't something that was perhaps forced upon me by someone else. Mm. Um, and I think that's why I've also been really receptive and open to different learnings in this space. Um, but so going through my journey and to what Tyron mentioned, those three things, I would like to say that we have achieved those three society societal pillars. Um that, that people try and achieve before this age or after this age um, of a, a good career, your own home, you've purchased your own home and um, you're starting your own family. And we're grateful to be in that position. I think the shift for me has been my connection or my intention with having those things. Mm. I love that we've, that we've managed to achieve it because that was, so, that was hard work that we had to put in in order for us to be disciplined in spaces, in order for us to be intentional in spaces and, and take opportunities on board and, and put in hard mahi to be in the careers that we are and the status in our careers that we were both blessed to be in. Um, but prior to this self-development mahi that I was doing, a lot of that, a lot of those achievements, I connected back with my ego. Mm. And in order for me to feel um, valued in spaces, I would often, if the opportunity arose, arose, yeah, um, if the opportunity presented itself, I would say what role I had, or I would say um, that we managed to purchase a home. And it was heavily connected to my ego. And now in hindsight, I'm still not, I, I'm still not, um, I still don't shy away to celebrate those achievements yep. because we put in hard work to get there. But my connection to those achievements is different to what it was before. Mm. Right now, I can look at it with um, 
gratitude. I can look at it with um, um, it's it's a it's almost like a beacon of of our journey, yeah. um, but it's not as heavily connected to my ego. Touch wood. If I were to touch wood, lose these things, I've. I can let go of that and I can be at peace with it. And I can also know and trust myself that I can regain those things if that's something that I do want. Mm. But my value is not attached to those three things. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, beautiful. Uh, beautifully articulated. And there's so many things you talked about that I would like to touch upon. Um, you know, and obviously, thank you for the shout out. But <laughs> to your point, I definitely have come to my own realizations um, too that, you know, you can never force someone down this journey. You can definitely, I guess, have an influence and, you know, mention all these things, um, but it is really a personal journey. Right. And until you're ready or someone's ready to be able to do that, you know, um, then things start kind of happening. Mm. Uh, and I think for me too, like, why I wanted to talk about that too is I realized for myself through my own personal, I guess, development journey, like there's there's the ego um, work, I guess, stage. Mm. And I think <laughs> for me, it's like I had found this, you know, I found it, I tell everyone, and then almost like egotistically saying like, come get it, I found it, like I'm the man, like you got to get it too, <laughs> you know, and I feel like that's that's been some learning for me mm. and, and trying to um, realise again, I can say what I can say but at the at the end of the day you know it's gonna it's not really gonna happen and i should never ever think to even want to do this that it only will truly happen if someone wants to embrace it so wanted to kind of talk on that and then yeah to our achievements 100 percent. i think for anyone in life um achieving anything you know you should always celebrate that and there was a struggle for both of us um at, at points you know with stuff we got going on i think on one side it was because you know this isn't you know, we know we, you know, we we have our struggles within terms of our own value. But I mean, like we're like, ah, now this is just the start, you know, and then I get to the next stage and the next stage. So it's like yeah. always this kind of chase for the chase next thing. Hundred percent. So you know, it felt like you know couldn't celebrate yet because not really where my potential is potentially. So yeah. that was all mixed in it. And then on the other side, and this is something that I, uh, you know, got way more confidence to to talk about now is like we didn't do it by ourselves. You know, right. we did actually have people in our corner, you know, with the housing, you know, help us out, you know, your family. And I say this with, you know, love, like that, that they helped us out. And, you know, when we've managed to kind of work and do things on our own as well mm. um, with our career, we've had people around us, you know, mm. you know, gas us up and tell us you are good enough to do that, you know. Right. And then we've also obviously um, had, had no help with the family. <laughs> like, you know, that, that was mutually us. I mean, in terms of making it. <laughs> But I mean, you know, we've got family around us that allow us to have this lifestyle, you uh, know. And I think for me, the what I want to say there is that I guess you could see that and say, oh, man, there's no one around me. That's maybe why I'm not achieving it. Or the other side of that is you could be seeing like, oh, see, they got all this help. That's why they're in that such position. And what I can confidently, confidently say to all of that now is that uh, I think this idea of Achieving it by this date is the pressure that I think, you know, the reason why I'm doing this is like, doesn't matter when, you know, it, it actually just matters what do you want to do? And then how do you go about doing that? Whether it's finding others that have 
Dana or others that are around you that can help you become that. Mm. Uh, you know, you start looking at it a bit differently once you start asking you, why do I want it all? You know, and I think that's mm. what I've kind of come to realize now. You know, is thirty is a great time to be reflecting mm. on your journey with whatever you have achieved um, in oh. life. And for anyone that's looking for, you know, an answer, I think it's buried deep inside someone. And you know, taking that time to really ask, what is it that that you want in life? And mm. to your point, you know, there was a critical moment that happened in your life. Um, and that may have been. Do you remember the moment? I think I do, but uh, I don't know if I want to. Obviously, we're not going to disclose. This yeah, no, I think I, I think I, I think I remember the moment that you're talking about, and I think. Mm. But my point to that is like, it wasn't necessarily just that moment. It was that was the straw that broke the camel's back. You know, it was just there was that critical moment that made that okay, like I'm here now. Like, right. is this what I want? Is this truly what I want in life? Mm. And then it's that kind of you know, putting brick by brick down to, like, really building something that's like, okay, what is it? What is it that I want to build in life? What is it that I want to become? And to your point, like, I give you all credit because as much as I influence, like, if you come to our house, you'll see that me and Kamala have different routines around how do we get to this flow. Um, You know, she often meditates. I don't, like, I do now and then, but it's not really in my practice. But what I'm trying to say is that she's taken it on her hands to find what works for her, which I think is like the most important thing to mention is that, you know, once you find your groove, you start trying to add to your tools and to your kit around how that works for you. And, you know, it's taken me ages to realize that that's what had to happen, you know, mm. not the Tyrone way. It was the way that actually was more intended for us to individually get to that place. So just wanted to mention that. Um, so I've got two more questions. Uh, the first question is now knowing all of this, mm. and you did mention, you know, you never kind of, thought of future aspirations with the people around you but you did say that you know you looked at those that kind of were look like this age um that they were old what would you say to your younger self oh gosh Oh my goodness. There's so many things that I think the one that is, I guess, the most profound and has shaped the human I am today and I'm still unpacking that for myself um, is caring so much about what others think about me. Mm. And from such a such a young age. Um, holy heck, I think I'm getting a little bit emotional. Um, <laughs> but I think when I reflect on my life, um, I grew up in Manarewa. We are high, high achievers in sporting space, um, just really any space, really. Um, <laughs> um, but that level of competition. Um, and how I connected praise to my value. Um, that, that influence that they had on my life started from a really young age. Mm. And it goes through 
different chapters and different um, um, phases in my life as well. So it started off really young, whether that be um, running Manurewa, um Athletics around Jellicoe Park um, when I was like four. You know, this, this desire to be number one, this desire to win and and your loved one standing in front of you saying go 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 and and when you and when you do win you get that hit of adrenaline you get that hit of dopamine and it's freaking it's 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 like a drug you get addicted to it mm. so how can i get that hit again in any space i don't know if i got that space in education cuz uh lol, that's <laughs> another story not at all high school uh, check your records or my um, absentees um, but, <laughs> but, um, but this connecting other people's opinions and, and, um, and wanting to succeed in spaces at the detriment of myself. Um, and what I mean by succeed in spaces, this is, um, across, across my life. So that could be in a sporting realm. It could be, um, in an educational realm. It could be, um, with my appearance, it could be with how I express my creativity. Um, I always try to do the best that I could. And the difference there was my why or my leading factor um, wasn't necessarily from a, from a good place. Mm. So anyway, your question coming back, uh, I think that's what I'll say to myself. Let go. Let go of trying to please others, yep. trying to um, achieve things for others. Um, girl, you are freaking fire. Mm -hmm. You are everything. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> that, yeah, that, that's what I'll say. You're enough. And you're more than enough. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Getting me emotional now, but uh, yeah, exactly. I'd love to tell my younger self the same thing. Um, you know that you are enough, and you know not to compare yourself to others. And that was the struggle for me for through all the way through school. You know, from primary all the way to high school, even all the way until mid twenties. I don't think I've actually started to fully grasped that concept until, you know, last couple of years and I still even flow out of it, like keeping it real. But I have such a different understanding of life now and there's just so many things I've uh, I've personally worked on to get me to a point where, you know, now I have a lot more empathy to the situation. I think yeah. I was I went through this kind of phase of like, I'm gonna chase this and now this is not the answer and now I'm angry because of what I had to go through and, you know, all the pain that you had to kind of suffer and, you know, also, you know, the pain that I was suffering then just putting it onto others, you know, I was angry at all of that. And then only of late I've been a bit more empathetic to it because I'm realising that, A, I was only doing what I, what I knew to be true, you know, so I, did, I was still growing and, and still learning, so can't really be hard on myself, but also be same as everyone else around us, you know. They were still learning who they were and they were just adopting practices and behaviours that other people around them were. And you kind of start thinking about that whole analogy of you know, like crabs in a pot mentality, you know, and the idea that 
you know, for for the love I have, you know, growing up in my community and also growing up in spaces that I grew up in, like, you know, I'll always respectfully um, talk about how much it's helped me, but also, you know, the the truth is for me, there were so much experiences that I reflect on and, like, it's the reason why I want to do a lot of this stuff is because I'm like, you know, I don't want that pain to continue, you know, and mm. one part of me now has realised that, you know, life is life is about suffering in a sense and there's a whole thing to talk on that but um, that's for another time but I think the things that we went through were things that we didn't have to and I think that led me personally and it sounds like with your story as well uh, down a down a road that you know not that um I regret anything, but there was just a lot of wasted time, or or maybe it was you know what was meant to happen to yeah. grow, uh, where I was constantly overthinking things, not wanting to really be me, not really wanting to do stuff in life, because mm. of all of those influences around me, mm. and you know now, and I think f- I don't think it's uh if you haven't found it now, you know you're gonna fail at finding it. It's just you know I've been fortunate mm. um, with people around me and just the work I've been able to do that I can see it in a different light. And now seeing it with more in an empathetic lens mm. and seeing like actually, you know, maybe that was the reason why we placed here was to ca- change that, to change that culture and, and 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 talk into that culture around, you know, is it really serving us mm. or is it actually taking us back and or keeping us, you know, where we don't want to be as people? Uh, so, yeah, there's thank you for sharing that because even I got emotional on you sharing it, but it's like there's definitely something that's, connected to my life and it's crazy how we've been able to obviously link up in our own mm. lives now and I guess moving into the last question I'm going to ask you obviously you've already said at the start that you're really pumped that you're into your 30s and you know what you're going to do for it mm. but what what is what are those things that you want to achieve by the time you get to 40 Oof. um How fun I would grow. <laughs> we will have more tamariki. Um, man, goodness. I think from a, um, I guess like a lifestyle slash career perspective, um, I do want to have financial freedom. And... Just to clarify what I mean by financial freedom is I want the ability to, I want the ability of time and to use that time however I please. Um, So I I am not um, a career-driven lady. I'm grateful for what I've achieved so far within my career. However, I am thoroughly um, more values and family-based person. Like my ideal day would be my self-care practices or rituals in the morning, two hours, being able to spend time with my family, being able to get out in the awa or the whenua, um, 
have a couple of hours, maybe four or five hours allocated to um, my pākehi or my business um, and be really present with my whānau. I, I want that for my life and I'm glad to say that I'm making um, steps towards that. Our whānau is making um, strides in that direction. Um, so I guess that's from that perspective. I think from a, holist a holistic perspective... Hard to answer this because I'm almost thinking. I don't want to. I don't want to be in a position where I'm like, yes, I'm. I'm happily living my authentic life because that's a perception and that's um, that's your journey, right? And how you interpret your journey is subjective. I guess I. I just want to. I want to be. I want to be in a position where. I can confidently say I'm living in my values, I'm consistent in that space, I'm, I'm giving myself kindness, I'm, I'm, I want, I want it to be as obvious as I won't have to have a conversation with anyone about this. When they look at me, I'm being that. I'm embodying all of my values. I'm embodying all my um, my my spiritual aspirations that I have for myself. It will be evident through my actions, and that's what I want for myself in ten years' time. Awesome, very awesome. That's cool because obviously the both parts, what you're talking to. Ah, oh, the first part has um. Um, I, I, I guess a, a huge responsibility on your shoulders <laughs> oh. as well. <laughs> oh, I was more seeing it like, you know, I'm going to reap the benefits of all that you shared too. So, you know, I'm equally happy for you and also, you know, you speaking into those. I know that's going to be beneficial for myself and, every, you know, our family and also our friends and everyone that's around us, you know. Mm. I know that we share and we do it in our own ways all of this is for ourselves in terms of making sure that we can have that lifestyle that we want and, and do stuff that re we really want, but also, you know, being able to share that too, you know, whether that's within what we're doing or helping, you know, with whatever we we know and whatever we can do so that others can find that for themselves too. Mm. So I appreciate... I think just like on that, sorry, really quickly, okay. just on that okay. idea of, um, of, what was it? I just lost my train of thought. Oh, of um, being able to influence and share your learnings with those around us. The, the most impactful way that I've, um, I guess, been more open to starting this journey is not by those that preach to me, but those that was it. Yep. They were just leading in the spaces, and you could and it, and I'm almost thinking like, oh girl, are you judging? Um, but like, you can you can tell and you can feel that there's an, there's a different energy there when someone is being who they want to be and who and I guess being those um 
being those things that they want to be or do. <laughs> Goodness, and I can't even put together a sentence. Um, compared to convincing mm-hmm. others to join your waka, um, there's just it, it, it's it's profound how different that is, and it's profound the impact that 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 has on you when a person is naturally being those things or those qualities. Mm, yeah, totally. And uh, it's uh, that conversation in itself. I'd love to go deeper, just because there's really some learning. Um, some understanding I've had of late that now, you know, to your point, you know, there's that aura or that energy you can feel, um, which is called reflected energy. Um, Aye, you just taught me this this weekend. Yeah, and it's, you know, there's definitely a difference of those that have built um, and and done that work Mm. to be able to get to that that position. And I'm just going to put a caveat because if anyone comes back to this, um, they're gonna go. They're gonna critique me on this, but I mean, like, the reflective energy is also not the doing work. Just putting that out there, you, you'll see what I mean in future's time. Um, but it's this idea, right? Of like, you know, going back to what I was sharing before that I was saying to you, oh, you got to do this, you got to do this, and to your to what you've shared, you know, it's not always the right way for some people to to receive that idea and receive that. Their message, um, but also right. you know, there's the level of work that that person will need to do to to get them to that point. Anyway, it doesn't even matter right. um, about that influence. But to your point, you know, the best thing we can be is to you know really focus on what we're doing to be, and then if there's any questions asked, obviously we'll be here to answer, and vice versa. I feel I'm saying this not just because we we're going on this journey. There's definitely other people I know in my life that are taking leaps and bounds to what they're doing, and you know. Um, I enjoy the fact that we can learn a lot from oh, them as well. Oh, that's something too. That's something that I just want to add in as well, is um, being intentional with who you spend time with and who you want around you and who you surround yourself with um, and how you engage with people. For me, that's been um, something that I've really tried to focus on and I'm so proud and... Um, I'm so thankful for all the friends that I'm blessed to be able to call friends because if I call you a friend, know that you are the one. Know that you have been <laughs> intentionally <laughs> selected. No, um, But no, um, 100%, I think, you know, when I quickly, just quickly, when I think back to that 21-year-old self and the people that I had surrounding myself then, some of them, some of them were freaking incredible, and I've still got them in my team now. Hell yeah! Um, and some of them, yeah, I could have just easily filtered a lot of people out. And I think it's about being intentional with coming into this new decade for me. What's gonna uffy my journey in this space is who I'm gonna have around me. And for me, I'm huge on energy, and when I have the right energy around me, and I know this isn't always something that um, that you can choose, but where you do have the opportunities to carve out what that energy looks like for you and who you choose to keep within your circle and who you choose to, um, to take out of your circle, that's going to have also a huge impact on how you show up for this next decade. Yeah. 100%. 100%. So shout out to all the friends out there. <laughs> 100%. And I think there's just within that, because um, we are, um, thankfully, we've, you know, I've got no more questions left. Um, but 
what I was going to share is, you know, you're talking about that whole idea of circle. Um, you know, there's there's definitely a grieving process in that 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 whole change. And I'm talking from my um, from my journey anyway. That you know, in order to get here, it's not just about the f- the friends, but also the things you used to know. The th- mm. you know, there's a lot of letting go that has to happen, and there's 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 moments within it that you know. And I come from a space, you know, anyone will know me. Like I. I don't believe in this like woo woo stuff and and all of that. So <laughs> I say this now as you know a reformed person, I guess um, <laughs> that there is need if you are wanting to go into this journey. Obviously, surrounding yourself with people that are honoured or you know in front of you too, because then it allows you to kind of you know ask questions and, and find your find your um, I guess your lane. Right. Uh, but also, it's the realization that you know it actually isn't. It, it isn't easy because there's a lot of your old self resisting that change, and I think for me it's it's just been important to realize that you know there's actually grieving that happens in it. Or that's how I summarize it: is grieving. But like, you know, it's not that sometimes you're gonna make a quick switch. Sometimes it's Absolutely. gonna take take some time, and part of it is because that's that's that change like change is happening mm. and, it, and it's 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 going and what it is is that it's, it's you moving into your new self which is always also going to evolve but it's like you know like letting go of anything mm. previously for me anyway um it was hard there was an attachment there and that's what so that's what's so crazy so like yeah i want i'm going to summarize or finish on all of that because i think it's a beautiful way to end and i want to say <laughs> and i want to say thank you for being on you know, I've been, you know, proud of everyone that's definitely jumped on here, but, you know, knowing you for as long as I have um, and obviously being real close and intimate <laughs> <laughs> throughout that whole period, um, I'm very proud of you. Oh, thank you, you know, Alan. And I say that now on the mic because I want you to hear it, but also, you know, I'll definitely tell you after whenever or two because I am very proud of you and I feel there's, I wouldn't be me without you, so... You know, uh, yeah. Without getting into the waterworks, <laughs> yeah. I love you and thank you for being on. And yeah, that's us. Love you. Thank you for having me. Cool.